Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And you can follow us both on social media. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on Instagram. I am at Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. We got our man Greg Jennings, the Renaissance man, Super Bowl champion, Fox Sports NFL analyst coming up at the bottom of the hour. That is always fun. But... First, Rob, let us go to the 76ers in the NBA. Let's get to some NBA talk. And uh, Daryl Morey today was speaking on 97.5, the fan in Philadelphia. And he addressed. Yeah, he addressed the Ben Simmons situation. And as far as maybe trading him before the deadline, uh, February 10th, I believe it is. Here's yep. what he had to say. We absolutely need to get an impact player, but, you know, there there's an impact player who has to be in the top 30 of the league. Because Joel's playing amazing and has lifted us into probably 5% plus title as just on his play, now we might be able to do it with a top 40 player who's a great fit. All right. Um, well, here let me say this, Rob. Daryl Morey is known to be ridiculous when it comes to trades. Well, he, he asked always for the moon. Asked, yes, right. exactly. And and, and I get it, Chris. You asked for the moon because they might they might a they might give it. somebody might be dumb enough to give it to you, and then b, you know, like you 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 still will wind up getting a good player because the, right. the team feels like, well, he was asking for the moon. We'll give him this guy, and that's really the guy he might want. Right. Absolutely. So, um, and and like you said, it's a negotiating ploy. What I'm saying, what I will say is this. If I'm Daryl Morey, now he probably does need to lower. He does. Actually, not no probably about it. He does need to lower his standards because he was asking for too much. But do not give Ben Simmons away for any reason. Not just because Joel Embiid, Embiid is playing at an MVP level and you think you can win a championship. Um, don't give him away for that reason. Don't give him away because you're finally giving in and you're just going to get rid of him to rid yourself of a problem. No, make sure you get a good trade for him, Rob. And I'm going to throw a few things out. Anthony Simons, the young kid in Portland. Damian Lillard, we know he's out with injury. And I'm not saying Simons is as good as Lillard. He's not. Lillard, you know, Hall of Famer, top 75 player. But Anthony Simons, this young kid that entered the league, you know, out of high school, basically, is balling lately. I don't know if you've been watching him lately. but I haven't watched him, but I've seen the numbers, right? Yeah. I mean, the dude is not only scoring the ball in the month of January, which is, you know, almost 10 games now. He's got uh, 26.3 points a game. And eight assists the game on 50% shooting, 43% from three, Rob. 
My point is this. They're not going anywhere as they are. This team right. that they have was not built for Chauncey Billups, and you're seeing that. He's the coach. Stick with Chauncey. He played on a, he played on a different team, Chris, in Detroit. Yep. That won a championship, right? With defense. And this team was no defense, all offense for, for nearly a decade. And you are you were all right. You got to a conference championship. You know, you're a mainstay in the playoffs. You're you know, got a couple exciting guards, obviously, to watch. Everybody wants to see play. But that's run its course. Rob, why not build around? You got the young Simons. Go get Ben Simmons, great defensive player, and see what you can do. It gives you – the fans, I think, would be cool with it because, hey, we get it. We're starting over. But we're starting over with young, exciting players. And I so if I'm Daryl Morey, Rob, I'm – Hoping for that. Now it might not happen till the summer. No, and I but get, that's I get what, what he's waiting. saying. I'll wait for that. Because Chris Embiid, what did he have uh, last night? Was it fifty, 50 points in twenty seven minutes. minutes? So he's, he's playing awful. that. He's playing like through the roof. And, and and instead, Ben Simmons has thrown a monkey wrench into the organization, wasting a guy like like Embiid. And what I mean, wasting like having a chance to do something special. Because his feelings got hurt when Doc said, I, I, I don't know, after the guy wouldn't take a shot in the fourth quarter or took two shots. <laughs> Can in we three win games. with somebody refusing to shoot? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you know, let me see. The game, Chris, is to put the ball in the basket, but this guy won't shoot. You can't win on a shutout in the NBA, okay? Right. It you can't just play defense. You got to score some points. And so I get what he's saying is like, our season's not wrecked. We've won some big games. We got right. a star player who's in the MVP conversation. So do we want to hold on principle, Chris? I, I I get what he's saying. I wouldn't totally give in to Ben Simmons. I love what the 76ers are doing. I, I love it. And I'm a player's guy. Guys have a right. Players have been screwed Chris for years by management you know not having the right unions behind them and all right. that for a long time so I'm for the players having some freedom and free agency and and all the stuff that goes with it but I'm not with this with with Ben Simmons Neither I'm not it, you and I don't have a problem be. with the 76ers playing hardball I don't I'm serious. We're not giving in. You shouldn't have signed the contract two years ago, Chris, when we gave you a gazillion dollars. That's you what you should have bought. expect to be paid. You don't want to come to work. You right. shouldn't expect to be paid. I get it. Look, if you want to be a jerk and, yo, I'm getting paid for not working, fine. But come on, man. That's, you can't respect that. And, Rob, he's throwing away his career, at least now. Like this sitting out this whole year, that's huge. Yep. You are a young guy who should be in the prime of your career, should be getting ready to play in the All-Star game, should be getting ready to help Philadelphia battle Brooklyn and Chicago and Milwaukee and Miami for the Eastern Conference title. And you're sitting on your hands and knees, you know, not playing because the coach said he don't know I'm not sure if I can win a title with him. Really? Because the fans booed you because you wouldn't shoot? How about shooting? 
Uh, that, I mean, that, come on, man. I'm sorry. And, and, just, and we talked ridiculous. about, you know what? You, you could be mad and get your panties in a bunch at Doc Rivers. He bent over backwards to protect backwards. Ben Simmons. Chris, we used to, to be on here going silly. Right. We were like, what is Doc talking about? Like he's right. <laughs> he, he, yes, he embarrassed himself on occasion, you know, defending Ben. Come on, man. I don't know, Rob. I mean, you play sports. I play sports, not at the pro level, obviously, but <laughs> the coach criticized me. Okay. Oh, wow. And I get it. I get it. I mean, uh, yeah, we weren't, you know, playing at the high school and l- small college level. The media and all over you, but right. I got criticized in front of my teammates. And you, and you, you took you, it. You buck up, you man up, and you take it right. And you go prove your coach wrong or whatever. Come on, man. But anyway, here's another thing, Rob, I'm going to throw out there. I Look, I, we talked about it. Brooklyn, I don't know. What's going on? You know, KD's hurt again. And yeah, right, he'll this- be back. But, you know, it's becoming a pattern. Chris, I got to say this. I, I just, I've never seen sports like this where guys can't stay healthy. Like, I, no, I, like you're, you're how right. did we, what did we watch before? How did Michael play all year? 82 games I, a year. I, I just don't even know it. Like, every time they, somebody gets bumped into, we, we saw it with Kawhi Leonard dribbling the ball. Like, like uh, he was, what was he, defending, right? Or drip, no, defending on the guy dribbling up. And the guy bumped him like barely, and he's he's done. You know, and remember they asked him right when it happened. He oh no, oh, it's yeah, okay, that, we'll be yeah. all right. You right. remember that? He, and he's he out. Played for you know, didn't he play for a little while after that? And then he's but out yeah, for a year. And look, I, I think these are legitimate injuries. No, I'm not but saying that. It's like that. we talk about in baseball. I you know the the everything is better, right? The nutrition, the weight training, you know. The equipment, the the shoes, everything, and you have more injuries. Yeah. So, how about we talked about it with Judge, Judge and Stanton? They couldn't stay healthy for the Yankees. Last year was the first year they were healthy, right? But so you got that, and then you got the Kyrie situation. Which Rob, you you made it a a good point a while ago. I mean, we're talking about this like it's just this season. What if next season it's the same thing in New York? And Kyrie is the same old thing. He can't play home games. Right. He won't play home games. Like, so if you're James Harden, and I, when it first, you know, the first rumblings of, hey, would Harden leave? You know, he didn't sign his extension. I was like, no, why would he leave? That's ridiculous. But I got to be honest, Rob. Now, if I'm Harden and I'm like, we really don't have much of a fan base, you know, we got, you know, our, one of our best players is only playing part time. KD is banged up. I, you know, look at Joel Embiid. My former GM is in Philly. I, you know, Doc Rivers is there. I, I look. I would. I, now, I'd be. I'd be on my Rivers list. Rivers is selling That's point, Chris. I'm just asking well, you. Well, you know, some players. I know. I, I, right, right. We've been on Doc, but you know, some players like Doc. Right, you know what I'm that. saying? I, it would be on my list. So that's another thing. Then, if you can get a Ben or a uh, James Harden, maybe in a sign and trade. Uh, I always said, Rob, I thought Simmons for Kyrie made sense, but Simmons for Harden would make a lot of sense too. So there's all sorts of options out there, and I don't think Daryl Morey will just move to move, Rob. I think he'll do what you're saying, and, I, and I'm and i with you. Like, I'm, I've always been a player's guy during I, lockouts, yeah. everything. But all this, that, is, it ain't, it this ain't, is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I, I'm with you. This is ridiculous. I just cannot, Chris – 
just because they said something about you when you didn't play well and and you can't handle a quit like, oh, I could never wear that uniform or play in that place again. They said they didn't know if they could win with me. Really? That that's <laughs> that's the end all be all? Right. That that destroys you. Like, look, and I you want to be sensitive to mental health and all that. But also there's a level of mental toughness that you have to have for certain jobs. And pro sports is one of them, Rob. Because you gonna get scrutinized. Left and right, day and night. It's a part so, of your yeah, job it, description, Chris. Right. It's what it's just it is like a if you're a politician. Don't run for president if you can't handle being criticized. No doubt <laughs> I mean, about it, it. It's you know, it's just there are certain jobs where you have to be able to handle criticism, public criticism. And you have to decide, am I built for that? You have to decide, put things in place where you can protect yourself against the issues that would, would challenge you if you're in that arena. And so hopefully, you know, Ben will figure it out. But, Rob, I just hate to see a guy. Because Daryl Morey has said, he has said, Rob, this could go on for years. Yeah. And, <laughs> I mean, and really- Chris, it, like, I know everybody, when you're young, you think everything. You don't want to lose a season because it's not no. only that. It'll affect the way people look at you, Chris, your your legacy going forward. Like, a yep. lot of stuff can be damaged along the way. This isn't like where people are going to be sympathetic to you. Imagine if he comes back and he still doesn't play up to par. Like, then they'll be like, ah, oh, this, this bum, you know, he just sat out, he got mad, and now he's come back and he's not the same player or he's not like – like, like you could really damage while people look at you. I, well, I, Rob, and and look, there's no doubt that had he come back at the beginning of the season, there would have been pressure on him, right? Because we we know what we saw at the end of oh, the playoffs. Yeah. But there's going to be pressure on him now. It might be even more pressure now, because you it's become such a big story now that once you step on the floor, man, people are going to be watching every single move you make. First jumper you pass up. First layup you pass up, if there are any, it's going to be an issue. And so he might have made it even tougher on himself with this. But we'll see. All right, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Despite what Daryl Morey said today, should the Sixers still hold tight and wait for a great Ben Simmons trade offer, or should they just cut bait? And get rid of a distraction and a problem. You'll turn away with Chris and Rob, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Mike check. Mike check. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move. And tap in with me on KJ Live, wherever get your podcast from all right it is the odd couple it is a tv theme song thursday and we are live 
from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head on over to The Zone, AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in. Should the Sixers just cut bait, get rid of Ben Simmons by any means necessary, or hold out for a great deal? Chris, I do want to get an update from you. How are your teeth feeling trying to do the show with the Invisalign? Are you doing all right? Or no, I'm fine. Feel? Does it sound all right? Good? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, sound that bad. It doesn't sound like you got... Uh, uh, <laughs> You know, plastic in my mouth. Plastic in your mouth. There you go. I was trying to get the right <laughs> phraseology. Invisible I didn't want to say brace, anything crazy. Braces. Huh? Yeah. Invisible braces. braces. All right. Braces. What? What's braces about? Oh, braces. Right. My bad. Oh, you braces. Can't even not say that. You can't even say that hat is black around Rob G without him saying I know. And I mean, and Alex, they just hit that button like it's going out of hey, style. Hey, you know what, guys? I'll have you know that I'm the only one on this show that has a half black niece and nephew and a half white niece and nephew. Yeah. So I'm right? more culturally diverse up, than all of y'all up. put together. Yeah. Hold up. Go Let for it. Think. Wow. Do I, well, I, I have some cousins that married. Yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, one cousin nope. that married a white girl. Nope. So, in fact, he's got stepdaughters That's not, who are straight white. That doesn't count. Yeah, in but fact, they're not I got his. a first cousin. I got a first cousin who uh, she married a Hispanic guy. So, their daughter, and she's light like me. So, their daughters are his, half Hispanic, half black. So I, I still so win. Stop no. How? Because <laughs> I, I I'm directly, it's not my cousin's stepkid's friend, whatever. Huh. This is my direct niece and nephew on both sides. I got one that's half black, or two that are half black, two that are half white. That is amazing right there. That's a rainbow color. That's right. right so I, I'm, I'm the only one on this show who cannot be racist. The rest okay. of you guys, oh, I don't please. know. I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's and go. you're husky to boot. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Tim in Ontario, California. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? Odd Couple. What's up, guys? Yo. What's up, man? Listen, I got to admit, I enjoyed you guys doing the whole scoreboard of Hey, am I racist? No, I have family that's this. I have family that's The scoreboard of that is just so great. Yes. That, is, that is awesome. We um, should be able to talk about it. People are I got to cut on TV, so Oh, my good. gosh. Oh, don't, don't, don't say anything about race. Don't bring it up. Don't say that. Oh, my God. Right. right. It's the end of the world. No, this, is why we, this is why we listen, man. This is why you guys got $3 million and counting. Thank you, my you know, man. Because you guys, you guys don't breach. You know, you don't, you don't have to say. Listen, uh... Have we dealt with any other players that sat out this much in an NBA season, um, like Ben Simmons, Zion for another another one? That you just it's it's something missing. I don't know. I, I just think Ben Simmons is not likable, so Philadelphia is holding on to him extra tight because he just he's not likable. Like they they're like, dude, if you would have just worked with us, we probably would have just got Jeremy Grant. But you also just are not likable. So it's like a lot of these guys are like they need some counseling. They need somebody to really coach them up because even Kyrie's situation, they're, it's hard to root for them because they're like, dude, you're not likable. You're not working with us. You sound arrogant. You're you're standing on your... Yeah, your, your, I, I agree with that, Tim, and a lot of fans just can't get with that because they just they feel like... I hear people all the time, Chris, oh, they're spoiled, they're spoiled babies, spoiled brats, overpaid, they, they don't want to play. Like I hear fans all the time. They're not... 
And they're not happy. You know, like I, like I, look, I think a lot of it, Tim, is money. Yeah, they're making so much money now that you know, back in the day, let's you did you had you better play back in the day. You better <laughs> play. Otherwise now somebody you, would take your job. Right. I mean, Kyrie even sitting out half the year is still getting seventeen million. Right. It's crazy. Like, he ain't tripping. Yeah, Not financially, you know, and that's thanks. the thing. Hey, hey, Tim, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Let's and get look, to Andre. They, they're getting the money they deserve. They're getting about 50% no, 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 of what right. the league No, 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 Because they're not getting so. the money, Chris, because yeah, the league's not making them. it. They're making right. it. That, right. That's they why they're paying They deserve the them. money, but I think with that comes, you know, certain attitudes. Put it that way. Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Dre? What's going on? Thanks for taking the call. Yeah, there's certain attitudes which come with the money that players are making. And my view is that the NBA owners are steaming mad red hot. So I don't see the Sixers capitulating because for me, this is really a proxy war between the NBA ownership and this whole player empowerment movement really led by clutch sports. I think that's what's evolving and why the Sixers are being very public with this hard line. It's a message to Ben Simmons, to me, and then also to just NBA players that in the next collective bargaining agreement, yep. I think you're hearing, you're hearing rumblings that this is going oh, to be it, the line in the sand. And it's going to be similar ugly. to the, the KG deal years ago, you know, where he kind of held Minnesota hostage. They had to sign that, and then David Stern said enough. And that's when the salary cap came into the NBA. I think this whole well, not the cap. That wasn't the cap. That was the maximum contract. They stopped doing. They stopped doing. They stopped doing those ten-year deals, right? Right. Well, the deals have gotten shorter and shorter. But they, Rob, most, especially the young millennials, they probably can't even imagine not having a maximum salary in the NBA. But Rob, there used to be no cap. You could yep. make whatever you could get. I mean, not cap, but no cap on maximum salaries. Right. So one year, Michael Jordan, way back in what, 97 made $34 million made 30 or whatever. And 33 was. million, yep. yeah, yep. In, in a year, in a season. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be look, the owners are going to hammer the players in the collective bargaining. There's no doubt about it because they want to stop this. All right, we got uh, Greg Jennings, Renaissance Man, coming up in a moment first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The the sultry sounds of the boss, Diana Ross. Perfect theme music for our next guest, Super Bowl champion, Mr. Universe. Fox Sports NFL analyst, the gentle giant of first things first, our man, Greg Jennings. What's up, man? (laughs) When the intro gets better and better every week. You never know what I'm going to say, man. I know. I love it. He sounds sexy. Oh, well, let's get to it, man. There's so much to talk about in the NFL. Let's start here. Article, and I think it was The Athletic, but the article written a couple of days ago about all the pressure on Aaron Rodgers in this game. And really this postseason because, you know, obviously all that went on in the offseason. But beyond that, just his legacy. He's Some people say he's the best to ever throw the football, but he's only been to one Super Bowl. And they've been thirteen win, a 13-win team the last three years. And he doesn't even have a Super Bowl appearance to show for it. 
So do you agree with that, that this year, I mean, he's going to win his fourth MVP most likely. That's second only to Peyton Manning. But really, the only the one thing that can enhance his legacy the way he, I'm sure he would want it to be enhanced is at least getting to another Super Bowl, if not winning one. Do you agree that there's that type of pressure on him and this is a big postseason for him or, or not? Of course. I think it is a, a lot of pressure on him and none put on himself more than himself. Like, he understands not even getting back to the NFC Championship game and the Super Bowl, but this team that's walking into Lambeau has been a nemesis, a thorn in my flesh, a thorn in his flesh. And so he understands, like, what's at stake here. And I think anytime you've struggled with a team like the 49ers, especially in the postseason, you can't allow yourself to think any further than what's right in front of you because you know this is a mountain that you have struggled to make it to the top often. And so I think this is perfect for him and this team because they get through this, I don't think anybody beats them. Mm. Let's let let's go to the uh, Greg, the uh, Kansas City uh, Bills game, and I got the over in that game. I know that, but uh, who do you like in this game? Uh, Kansas City looked good, but it was Pittsburgh, um, and I think people were surprised at how the Bills manhandled uh, the Patriots in that fashion. I don't think anybody thought it would be that ter- that bad. Who do you like in this game, and uh, who's advancing? I got the bills, Chris Noah. <laughs> yes. Say it with your bills. chest. He's got uh, the we, bills. We, we made him. We, we coaxed him. <laughs> no, I, I love, obviously, we, I, I love – I'm an offensive guy. I love what I'm seeing out of the bills. I love what I'm seeing even out of the Chiefs. I just think that the, 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 the car, the vehicle that – in the mode that the bills are in, it is so frightening and it's so scary because we have I have lived in that lane. I've been in that vehicle when we were on our mission to win. We lost the year before and we felt like that was the year and we didn't get it done. We all got on the plane and we had conversations with one another and it was like we can't let this opportunity slip. And we came back the next year and got it done. I believe that is the Buffalo Bills this year. With what we've seen with with and against New England, uh, a big brother foe that they have finally uh, kind of jumped on top of and grown up and started to beat up on. They don't. They don't. They don't fear anyone. They feel like you know what we lost to this team in the, in the AFC Championship game last year. We've beaten them in the regular season, which is cool, but it doesn't mean anything to them until they do it this weekend in the postseason to get to that AFC championship game and potentially the Super Bowl. So I like the Bills. Greg, there will be some, if the Bills win, who start saying that Josh Allen is now that hot young quarterback. He's the it guy now as far as the young quarterbacks ahead of Mahomes. Do you think that will be justified if if they win? If they win that game, Mahomes has won a Super Bowl and an MVP. Exactly. I don't know if it's that league, exactly. Chris. It's, I think it, that's, that's and that's that's what I, that's what Josh Allen is going to have to continue. Yeah, to I do. can't see that. He has to win the AFC Championship, 
and and actually get to the Super Bowl and win it. You can't say, oh, he's dethroned right. just by beating him in the postseason. I, I agree. Let me, let, I, speaking, well, I agree, too. Yeah, I think that that would be – now, if they go on to win the Super Bowl or whatever, and then you're talking about a different conversation um, – What's the other game that I wanted to ask about? Uh, uh, Rams, the, the Rams and the and the Bucks. What do you make of that game? Obviously, it looked Arizona didn't even show up. They they just were not ready, prepared, whatever it was. And the Rams made it pretty easy. The defense dominated them. They uh, Matthew Stafford wasn't put in harm's way. Only threw seventeen passes. You know, it was a pretty piece of cake game. What do you see coming up? In uh, can they beat Tampa Bay down there? They can definitely beat Tampa Bay. And I believe that both defenses are going to play good, and so it puts the pressure then on the quarterbacks. Mm. Can he be better than Brady? Can he be better than Brady? That's, that's why they got him, because all these elite quarterbacks in the yep. NFC, when it comes playoff time, can he be not the potential that we all have, all have known and have seen Matthew Stafford play with? Can he be elite when the lights are the brightest against those who are going to be elite when the lights and have proven to be elite when the lights are the brightest. So this is going to come down to Matthew Stafford. You can't throw, you can't turn the ball over. Can't yep. give this, this, this offense and this opportunistic defense easy gimmies and points like he's done over the course of the regular season. How, but Rob mentioned Arizona earlier, not showing up. Do you have any concerns about, Kyler Murray going forward, whether it's his size, can he stay healthy, his style of play, anything like that? I don't. I like Kyler Murray. I just think that, you know, this long of a season, it caught up to him. He's going to have to learn how to be smarter throughout the course of the season. We've seen it with um, even Lamar Jackson. Like, guys who run, who have uh, the ability to – extend plays with their legs. We've seen it with Ben Roethlisberger. You have to protect yourself. So if I were Ky- if I were Kyler Murray, I would watch all of the Russell Wilson film I possibly can and ask every question possible to identify exactly how he's able to make it through seasons. I get it. He was injured this year without getting hurt, making it through a 16-17, 18-week now season uh, so that he can be at his best when his best is needed. Speaking of the Cardinals, Cliff, uh, fall off the Cliff Kingsbury. Should he be fired there? I, I know people are like, well, he won 11 games his third year. They went to the playoffs, this, that, and the other thing. But, Greg, his track record is, is terrible second half of seasons, even going back to Texas Tech. Have you looked at that? Like all of his teams fade in the second half of the season, and that's what we've seen all three years in Arizona. No, you don't fire Cliff Kingsbury. Why? Everybody wants everybody's job. <laughs> You're not winning. You didn't win. When it, relax. I this agree is a team, with that. This is a, a franchise that was completely not even thought about this time of year who didn't even sniff playoff play once Kurt Warner was no longer at the helm. So let's let's relax. He brought them back to life, and he has a great young quarterback 
who they they overachieved, if you ask me, even last year, and now they underachieved this year because the expectation was set at the beginning of the year with them starting out so hot. So, no, he should not be fired. Relax, Rob. <laughs> you know me. Ask them all. Get rid of them. You know what, Greg? I think, honestly, I think this is the fantasy football mentality. Because if a good, if, and I'm not talking about Rob, but just in general, there are a lot of guys out there, if you don't win the Super Bowl or get there or whatever, they're ready to fire you. Change it up every year. And I, I just think it's seeped into the way people look at these real professional teams. And I, I think it's kind of crazy, like you said. All right, that's our man, Greg Jennings. We appreciate you, brother. All right, appreciate you guys. All, All right, right my man. Thank Peace. You. Rob Parker keeps saying that the Steph Curry hype train has run amok. We know he's been wrong time and time again about that. But this time, I might actually agree with him. We'll what? get into that next. Wow. A couple Fox Sports Radio. I might. I might. Bing bong. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, it is the iCouple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company every now and then. And that's why Discover Card matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations, folks, do apply. All right, Rob, let's uh, stick with the NBA. And um, interesting Uh, developments in the MVP race. It's early. You know, people talk about the MVP and all that jazz, Um, but it's so early. But the bottom line is this. We're going to look at what the odds are right now. If I can find it on my my notes. Here we go. All right. Steph Curry is still, this is according to Action Network, he is still the favorite to win MVP. Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead of Giannis. Second, Jokic, third, Joel Embiid, fourth. Now, remember, Kevin Durant got hurt. He's out four to six weeks. So he's basically out of the race. Basically got derailed. Like, he was playing yep. great, Chris. He was definitely in that conversation near the top. But that that takes you out of it. Right, no doubt. Uh, that's why Embiid didn't win it last year. He was hurt, missed too many games. But Steph, look, I, you know, people know I, I like Steph. He's the man. But he Only should not be. He should not be. No, nah, no. Nah, just the boy can ball. I mean, light skinned brothers can ball. I mean, do I need to run down the list? You know. No, please, don't. <laughs> please. But anyway, um, he shouldn't be leading this MVP race, Rob. He is not the front runner now. Like Chris, he, he's, he's had a bad. How many weeks well. has it been? No, yeah, he's, but I he's mean, struggled. He's, I, I wouldn't even call it bad. I mean, by he's he's shooting poorly. He's shooting poorly. They're still winning. He's still averaging 26 a game. So I'll give him that. But just like I judge James Harden, Rob, by James Harden's level, right? I'm judging Steph Curry by Steph Curry's level. And for his level, he, should, ha- yeah, right. he hasn't played well. Uh, so he should not be. I get it. They got the second best record in the league. But it's more to that and when it comes to the MVP race. So 
Rob, I, I, Steph, I, I don't, I don't understand how in the world he could be number one in the odds on favorite right now to win the MVP. Because it's a lifetime achievement award. It, it, you know, like people sometimes they get caught up and you they're think? not looking at Chris. No, I'm just talking about I mean, it from the standpoint. Two. No, I know, but they're like, Steph, well, he, he had to start. He broke the record this year. Three pointers. Like the year started great. The team yeah, had won absolutely. the first he was left the front up. runner. Right. right? But, but, but you got to look at the whole season at this point. It seems weird that he's gone through the shooting funk. And it hasn't affected the, the MVP race? Uh, how? I'm talking about now if he gets if he reheats up, Chris, and starts knocking him down, then could he be back in the lead? Yeah. Right. But it, I'm with you. It doesn't make sense that he's in the lead coming off of what has been one of his worst shooting slumps in his career, not in the last three years, in his entire career. It might that makes be his no worst. sense. I, I, I right? can easily see, yeah, without looking at knowing all the numbers. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this was his worst. Here he is, Rob, and he's played eight games in January. He's averaging 19 points on 37% shooting and 30%, 32% from three. That I mean, that that's stunning. That's what I'm saying. But that's an they're saying right now he's in the lead? Nah. How? Nah. Well, let what me ask math you this. are they doing? Nah, I be let's see what they look like in a couple weeks because he should not be, and maybe he'll turn it around. That's fine, but right now, no way. Uh, what does it say to you? Do you look at the next three: Giannis, Jokic, Joel Embiid, all international players? Say anything to you? I mean, look, three of the, the last three. MVPs have been won by international guys. Giannis twice and then Jokic last year. Well, what what game are we on? Isn't the NBA turning to the – they're playing the international game now. This is what they've always played. Uh, so I'm not surprised that international players uh, are but playing this three, style of game. These guys, though, I hear you because you remember when we used to get challenged in the early 2000s in international play, United States, it was because we were scoring twos and the international and scoring teams threes. were scoring threes. They were driving kick. But Giannis and Embiid don't play that game. They don't play that driving kick. You know, like, that's not their staple. That's not what makes right. them great. But, look, I just think, right, and this is not a revelation. We've talked about it before. I think they're drilling over there overseas. They you're, talking about, now, you're talking about skills. Yeah, they work on their right. skills, whereas here it's just games. AAU, you know, kids playing no practice. five games a weekend. Yeah, not practicing. Now they work individually with their trainers, but outside of that, they're playing games all the time, and I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, that could be it, but it's it's weird that they've taken over the MVP award. It really is, and I don't know if <laughs> Kevin Durant was healthy. He might have won it or had a shot at winning it. Right, and it's Steph not to say we we'll don't come back have and, great players, right? And could win it, right? Yeah, yeah. So we got great players. And, Rob, I don't think this is a problem, though. I really don't. Like, there was a time I I questioned whether Giannis could be the face of the league, not because he was international, but just because, you know, did he have the the personality, the swag? I think he does. I I think he could easily be the face of the league. After after what he did, I mean, there's a lot of people, Chris, who who like Giannis, admire him, just like the, the path that he took was so different. 
Yeah. And people could relate to that. I'm serious. Like that made him relatable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see. But uh, right now, like I said, it shouldn't be Steph. I, between it's right now, you probably, to me, Giannis and Embiid, Rob, are right there at the top. And John Moran is, is going to get some votes the way he's playing right now. All right. We got an hour left of the odd couple. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. 